That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are gearing up to hit the streets of New Capenna or you are so psyched about this OP announcement, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, indeed, we are going to talk about said OP announcement. That stands for Organized Play. A.K.A. the Pro Tour and all associated tournaments. A.K.A. the announcement people were waiting for for years. Years. Since the pandemic started and changed everything. With bated breath. And here it is. It has arrived upon us now. <laughs> what does bated breath mean, though? Like, what is what baited? Like, like I think it a, means that your, your breath has been... Abated? Like, is it like it's baited? It like no, it was it's like, like a worm on your breath. That's I, like, come here, news. I'm it's waiting not for B-A-I-T-E-D. you. B a i t e d. It's b a t e d. Like a hell, like and like your, oh, your breath abated and it's abated. So you're holding it. Sure, sure, sure. Like baited breath. Okay. Hold so on. once it's abated, that means you've started breathing again. But when it's baited, you haven't br- breathed yet. Okay. We're getting to the bottom Why of this. Why do we say baited breath? Great question. Made its first appearance, of course. Shakespeare? Shakespeare. Yeah. The Merchant of Venice. Wow. Using a shortened form of abated, which means stopped or reduced. Wow. Thanks, Willie Shakes. Wow. I feel very smart right now. I mean. I just guessed. Look, this is what Good Luck High Five is for. Magic knowledge Mm -hmm. and knowledge you didn't know you needed to know, but now you know. Yeah. The phrase refers to people holding their breath in excitement or fear as they wait to see what happens next. (laughs) Or excitement and fear. Am I right? (laughs) Anyways. People must have talked about their breath abating a lot more back then than we do. (laughs) (laughs) These days. My breath is abated. Oh, thank thank goodness my breath has abated. Wait, no. That means you die if it abates forever you dead (laughs) okay there's still some work to be done here the point is lots of people are breathing again now that we know what's happening with organized play their breath was baited for two years and now it's what's the opposite of baited then breathing okay not held Uh, exhalating and inhalating i don't know we're gonna go into exactly what it is if you found it confusing at all we hope to answer all of your questions and explain it for you and to talk about our takes on it yeah we'll talk about our takes talk about some other people's takes yeah you know we'll get the takes on takes takes on takes that's what we're here for takes on takes we'll also have a scryfall randomizer we'll have the the penultimate Ooh. chapter of the Kamigawa story. I love any time I'm able to say penultimate. Oh, it's great. It is second only to the ultimate. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. That joke gets Ooh. the gold medal. <laughs> We're coming in hot today. Yeah, we y'all. are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and so much more. But first, we have some people to thank. And first and foremost amongst them, not penultimate, ultimate amongst them, yes. are you, our listeners. Hey, are you a member of the Good Luck High Five family? If you're not, you can be in just a few short seconds over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Go there from your comp. Go there from your phone. Go there from your VR headset. Don't t- don't test me on that. I'm not sure if that's real. We're not sure, <laughs> but you can find out. If you let, let us no, that would be sweet. It would be. Thank you so much to Nom 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 Yoshi. Yes. Yes. For being a new patron this week and to Ryan for increasing their pledge Yay, this week. Thank you so thank much. Thank you both so very much. We know you hear it from us a lot. You hear it from us every week. And so maybe you're like, they don't really. They don't really mean it. They don't really need me to become a patron. Oh, we do, though. But we do. We so well, we do. Really, we really very, very much do. And we always appreciate appreciate it so yeah. very much this past weekend um i was a commentator on the vml league oh yeah it was really really cool um to see all everybody playing in this league which is a league for marginalized genders that good luck high five is sponsoring this mm-hmm. season and we're so proud to sponsor it and um people were like oh we love good luck high five you know you're my first favorite ma- magic podcast and all that and i'm like well i'm happy that we are now sponsoring you so we've like yeah. made this great circle of love the circle of love. love and that is all supported by you our patrons too and hopefully you can become a member of the circle of love uh tm uh, for good luck high five. <laughs> thank you as well to our sponsor card kingdom cardkingdom.com slash glhf the ultimate place to go yes. for all of your magic needs i love card kingdom they're great you can use our affiliate link you can say glhf and they'll give you a sticker or a token for free in your order order your stuff for neon dynasty if you want to get in some drafts with your friends crack open a box i think it'd be super fun and paper play is returning which we'll talk about later in this episode Episode. So you're gonna need some paper cards to go with that paper play. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Card Kingdom. That's the best place to buy singles. Right? The buy best place. Pioneer. You're like, oh no, I need to get into Pioneer now. Yep. Guess what? Card Kingdom, Card Kingdom. will help you as fast as they humanly can. Um. Okay. Here's a question. Yes. You know how you give people an ultimatum? Yeah. Can you penultimate. give someone <laughs> a penultimate? Yeah. If you're like, I'll break up with you if you don't give me a pen. That's a oh, pen that's ultimate. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Do you want to come a patron now, people? (laughs) Okay. A penultimatum is when you give someone two choices, but you're like, I don't really care which one you pick. (laughs) All right, Maria. It is time for the Scryfall randomizer. All right. Get it together. Hit that random button and... Uh, show me a random card from the history of Magic Ooh. the Gathering. We don't know what it's going to be. And I'm going to try and guess what that card is based right. on the art alone. Tell us what you see here. Okay. This is a person. They're in the street. It's a street scene. They have their arm held out in front of them. The person is the focal piece of this art. They've got a staff with a rock at the end in another hand. Uh, they've got those sensors like priests have that uh, make, oh, yeah. uh, make what, I don't know, make magic. C- <laughs> C-E-N-S-O-R-S. Yes. In a church, they just make incense. Incense. And their but hand in, has in like... magic, they can make magic. <laughs> I mean, I was imagining that the priest is like, this is the magic stuff I do, but that, that's probably oh. not it. That's what I would do if I was a priest. I'd be like, what I'm doing I'm right now? I'm going to wave my sensor, and now this, this is, is magic. the body and blood of Christ. <laughs> We're going to chase away all the Catholics who listen to this podcast. Oh, they've gone long ago. <laughs> 
This person has their arm outstretched. It's green light emanating from their palm. I want to say this is from a Kamigawa set based on how the person is dressed, but... Yeah, they have like a flat hat. Yeah, I want... Maybe this is original Kamigawa. Yeah. Um, of some description. And I will say this card is... Uh, is a green card two and a green it's like a cityscape druid and you can pay it's a it's a one one for three mana um and you can pay um, <laughs> i don't know another two and a green to go and uh, fetch a land sacrifice him oh. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right um this is a card called yeva's force mage okay um it is two and a green wow for a creature elf shaman i just felt two and a green from this card yeah it's a two two when it enters the battlefield target creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn oh okay it All right, is sure. on Ravnica. This is Ravnica. Yeah. Well, I should have known because it was a city in the background. But yeah. I mean, we only know that it's Ravnica because of the flavor text. This has only been printed in Magic 2013 and Magic Origins. Oh, okay. So Interesting. Well, I've never been so wrong about what set a card was from when I felt I was so <laughs> right about it, you know? Weird. Okay. Well, I'm going to hit random button for you now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm All excited. Right. You, uh, the <laughs> you've seen this card before, and I love the art. Oh, man. Okay, this is obviously a Rakdos card. Speaking of Ravnica. Because um, what I'm seeing here is a piece with, like, on the left-hand side um, is a person with, like, devil horns and wearing, like, a metal bodice and shoulder armor. Yeah. Um, and very dramatic makeup with, like, a pixie cut. Basically, their style is bumping is what i'm a saying plus, a plus really good and on the right hand side is someone with also very good style um Ravnica's who is stylish. a golgari actually this is golgari yeah yes, for that's sure right. this is golgari because the person on the right is absolutely golgari they have like their like shoulder pads are like fungus shoulder pads um cool. and yeah their outfit kind of looks like an owl if you look at it right oh, yeah. anyways and they're like crossing arms and then the golgari symbol is between them Ooh, fancy okay so do you remember this card i don't remember this card what do you think it does it's called okay bond of revival if you Ooh, want that bond of revival yes. that might spark your memory this is i want to say four in a green um Oh, I do not remember what it does because I do remember that you didn't really draft it in the set. I don't remember it being good. Okay. This is from War of the Spark. Okay. Okay. So it's not even. Wait, let me guess though. Yeah. Uh, Four and a green. Um, Bond of Revival. It's a sorcery. I want to say that you like mill five cards and then return a creature from the graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah. Very close. But it's black. Oh, so four and a black. Uh, you're right there. Oh, Sorcery. Right. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste until next turn. Wow. All right. I was a uh, medium. I was very medium. Yeah. You're pretty but like I said, you didn't remember. We never we you didn't play this card more of the spark. No, not really. I don't it know. Wasn't good enough. Some sets this card. You're like, yes, play this card all yeah. day. And some sets you're like, wouldn't touch it with no. a 10 foot pole. This is a this was a set where you did not play this card. That's so strange. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, well, there you go. It's time to talk about organized play, everybody. O the OP announcement was, some people think, OP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> overpowered. Um, yeah. It 
so we got we got a lot of info we for did. once in our lives we were not told we were not given well, info that we were simply waiting for more info <laughs> there are some parts of it that are not 100 percent there yet but there are lots of parts of it that are there i was gonna say we definitely got announcements about announcements leading up to this announcement though. okay we did get a lot of announcements so here about we are announcements. finally at the announcement yes. yeah people have been waiting for this announcement for a long time as mm-hmm. to what's going to happen with the organized play because at, over the past couple of years the organized play system has been very, very loose. Yes. Um, there's been set Plain championships. And fast and loose, baby. Yeah. Th- I mean, before the pandemic and before esports started with Magic, yeah. we had Grand Prix, which fed into the Pro Tour, which fed into the World Championship. You had PTQs or you had PPTQs, or which fed into RPTQs. Yep. Which is the most like what this yeah, is like. Yeah, exactly. With the, with the only difference being that regionals in this instance are more Bigger. prestigious. Yes. Exactly. So we've had a bunch of different things happening specifically over the last couple of years mm-hmm. because Magic was, you know, primarily played in paper for a long time until the esports angle started and we started the MPL and we started the Rivals League. Yeah. Right. And that became the way people played online. And that's when also they started the Mythic Championships, yep. which were sometimes in paper and sometimes on arena. Exactly. So we had like a weird amalgamation of both forms yep. for a while. And then the pandemic happened. Everything went digital. Yes. It was like, boom. It meant no more draft at yeah. these Pro Tour Mythic Championships. We've only done it one time since. Yeah, at the World Championship. At the World Championship, yeah. And so uh, a lot of people wondering, you know, what was going to happen because the OP structure was kind of like, yeah, make it into these set championships and then maybe you can get to Worlds. And that was basically it. We had yep. the MPL and Rivals, which are going to be sunsetted after this past year. So now we're starting with a fresh, clean slate of organized play and we're going pretty much back to something that looks a lot like what we had back when we were fully paper. Yeah, it is pretty, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it Uh, is. I would say that it is a very big deal, actually. Not even just a pretty big deal. (laughs) A quite big deal. Quite big deal. This, a lot of people were just once again waiting with bated breath on this announcement because the gathering is such an important part of magic. And I mean, obviously there's people who are just like, why haven't we had this? And I mean, part of it is COVID, right? COVID. You couldn't have the you gathering can't ignore with COVID. It. Yeah. Literally, you were told not to have the gathering. <laughs> of any yes. kind, have no the Indeed. gathering. Please. <laughs> the CDC. <laughs> quote, quote, the CDC. Please have Please. no the gathering. <laughs> um, but okay, Maria, we're yes. going to start at the bottom of this pyramid. Yeah. So the new structure looks like a pyramid, mm-hmm. um, a pyramid scheme. Someone's just kidding. I know, it's not a scheme. <laughs> well, it's a pyramid uh, structure. It's a pyramid structure. And the scheme is to get to the top. <laughs> anyway, oh. it's a pyramid and it's very it's a goal pyramid. <laughs> This isn't a pyramid scheme. It's a goal pyramid. You see, it's a pyramid. if you yeah. can get seven more people to sell under you, uh, <laughs> it's very, it's a lot simpler than what we had in the esports version, Wolf. and even simpler than what we had mm-hmm. before in the paper version. Okay, all so right. Starting so at the bottom. Starting at the bottom, there are regional championship qualifiers. Yes, these are hosted by WPN stores. Uh, they can have them a whenever they want. Yeah, as long as it's leading up to the regional championship, because that's what they feed. Exactly. Obviously. They can be standard, modern, pioneer, limited, w- and limited. That's yeah. right. Uh, so they, yeah, there's a lot of format flexibility. There's a lot of scheduling flexibility. Absolutely. You can probably go to many of these depending on where you are and what kind of access you have to LGS. Yeah. 
Precisely. So Wizards is like, hey, we're just going to let local stores run these, um, which remind me kind of of the RPTQs of the past. Yeah. Uh, which were really, really fun to play in. Oh, they were so very We had fun. great times the, at them. They were big. They were big. We would use, man, remember the Fantasy Flight Game Center? Yes, that's and what I'm thinking And we were of. so happy when it was at Fantasy Flight <laughs> yes. because the venue was much nicer than some other venues. Yes, and there's food. Yes, that you could purchase. Yeah. Um, so that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Um, your your local store will we'll hold these and then those will feed into the regional championship. And that's kind of like the big event. Some people are saying, well, that's more like a grand prix now, even though it's, it's bigger than a grand prix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where you're trying to get to if you play at your local store. Yes. So speaking of regional championships, that's the next one up. There are 11 regions. Yes. And there is a, designated organizer for each region that Watsi has collaborated and with and vetted. Yes. So in the U S that's DreamHack, Mm -hmm. which is a little strange because DreamHack um, hosted some magic events in the past, but they were all digital. They were all digital, Um, which is kind of wild, but they're like, Oh yeah, we'll do it. Can you hack paper? (laughs) I mean, I think so. It's ask Watergate. You know what I mean? Wow. (laughs) What? (laughs) A Watergate have- reference <laughs> here on your I podcast mean- <laughs> and on your Magic the Gathering podcast in the year 2022. Um, this <laughs> this all kicks off um, starting to feed into these regional championships starting this July 2nd. Mm-hmm. So um, the first regional championship, at least in the U.S., hosted by DreamHack, is going to be held in the fall in Atlanta. Wow. It's going to be Pioneer. 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 Wow. Amazing. It's like we're jumping back in with both feet, not even standard. Uh, And it kind of depends on the region, how many invites they get. Yes. So for DreamHack, they have the most because they're the U.S. region qualifier. And they said they based this on population centers and whatever. Um, They have 48 invites to allow to a lot to the pro tour. So in the U.S., for this first regional championship, 48 people will be going from the regional championship to the pro tour, as well as two people, the top two finishing players will get invitations to the world championship. Wow. That's wow. huge. That is huge. Huge. Um, some of the other organizers in Canada, there's face-to-face games. And they're going to hold two because oh. they, they're like, hey, Canada's big. We're going to have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. Canada is big. But I mean, it's long. <laughs> Canada is an e- is the eclair of countries. <laughs> Think, I mean, it is. If I were, is it to longer do- than the U.S. though? Yes. <laughs> Please Google is, is Canada, Canada longer? longer than the U.S. You yeah. got it. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you know how do you really calculate this, but I suppose the internet will tell us shortly. <laughs> Um, including results for is Canada larger than the no, U.S.? No, that's not no. Search what Search only for asking. is Canada longer than longer. <laughs> okay, Canada is the second biggest country on Earth. Wow. There you go. Okay, well, that um, settles it. I mean, it's still not the direct answer I was looking for, but yeah. yes, that, you know. Wait, this actually Do doesn't I, make you, sense. What? None of what is... Okay. <laughs> the United States has a bigger land area than Canada. So what does that mean? That seems that, that means, means like it's, it's bigger. Not. What? The US then sounds bigger. Yeah. 
What do they mean? Like wow. without Alaska or something? I think that is probably what it means. I want to know if you're walking, which one will take me longer to walk across from point Look, A to point okay. B? If if we're not counting Alaska. No. Which I think that we can agree that we shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> You're telling me if you had to look, here's this edge here. Oh, yeah. Here's does, this far it, edge of it does Canada. kind of look longer. I think that it is longer. <laughs> <laughs> if you know of Canada's longer than the U.S., please tweet at us with the hashtag long boy upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said that, but I didn't think it through. It just came out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Face to face for Canada. Face to face games. Two of them because Canada's pretty long. Okay. Oh my God. Um, and then yeah. Europe, the Middle East, and Africa are all grouped into one run by Seems legacy. Strange, but okay. Yes. Australia and New Zealand has one and good games. Um, and then, yes, there's a whole a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a big party. I'll tell you that. Yes. Wherever the regional championship is. And that is. is what they're trying to make these. Yeah. Um, they're like, these are going to be like a, a big time, a big, you are, if you time. made it to one of these, congratulations, it's a big deal. Yeah. They want to celebrate these and say, Hey, you have, are an excellent magic player. We want to celebrate that. They're giving promo cards to people who qualify for these. Um, and truly I think 48 spots at the pro tour from one of these tournaments is pretty generous. Yep. Like it doesn't seem unfair to me at all. Um, no. Some people are like, well, you know, are you getting airfare to the pro tour or whatever? And the answer is no. Airfare is not being awarded anymore. However, wow. the prize pool at the regional championships, they think will more than cover airfare. And in fact, you're probably coming out, at least according to Hugh Jensen, you're coming out probably likely more ahead in this system than you were in the previous. Okay. So there's that. Well, he did. And he did have a lot of time playing in that system. So that's very true. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so they say, quote, the regional championships are big, big events, and we wanted accolades that matched the achievement of winning. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so they also think of these as kind of like a focal point for play in your regions. Uh, so they want to have like a lot. They want this to feel, I think, kind of like a Grand Prix vibe. Yeah. Because they want people to be able to come and play, even if it, they're not playing in the championship yes. itself. So there will be other events. I think they're holding 10K tournaments yeah. at DreamHack that you uh, can play in if you want to go, but you're not qualified. Like if your buddy's qualified and you're not, and you can, you can uh, head over there and play some 10Ks. I think they might even have last chance qualifiers or something like yep. that at, uh, at DreamHack, plus all the other stuff that's going on at DreamHack. So it's going to be like a really fun festival vibe. I, I'm sure there'll be magic vendors, cosplayers, and that kind of thing too. Yeah. Will there be coverage? That question was asked and uh they don't have an answer for that quite yeah. yet but i can't imagine that they won't who knows but who knows we do not that is one of the pieces that we do not know yeah yet yes okay you did great at a regional championship I did it! in pioneer what deck was i playing i wonder you were playing a combo deck i was playing some kind of boggles deck uh that's not what i said <laughs> but okay do you remember the last pioneer deck you were playing I have no memory. I just, the only one that I remember is the inverter of truth combo. Yeah, the inverter of truth combo. When somebody found that, we were like, oh. Sick. All right. You did it. Really sick. But I believe I was playing a Boggles deck. I, I believe that you probably were. <sighs> Got to crack open that Magic Online account. Whoa. Yeah. Um, next up, 
You did well at a regional championship. Yes. Um, you're headed to the pro tour, baby. All right. The pro tour is back, including the branding pro tour. They said, yes. this is such a strong brand. We never should have thrown it in the trash. We're going <laughs> to dig in there like a little raccoon and get it out again. Uh, so there will be three of them. Yes. Each year. Uh, they will have $500,000 in prizes, invites to the world championship. You know, it's Classic a pro, pro tour. tour. It's a pro tour. And we can just say that because we don't have to explain what it is. Because like they said, yeah. there is <laughs> like a lot of a legacy around exactly. this name. As opposed to just making up a new name and then trying to tell you what it means. Yes. <laughs> We get it. It's the Pro Tour. It's going to be split format once again. So we're going to have Draft and we're going to have Pioneer. That's going to be the first one that happens. That's already been confirmed, which makes sense as regional qualifiers were Pioneer. In Um, the U.S. In the U.S. In early 2023. Yes. So that's what we know. Yeah. And there will be coverage at these events. Whoa. What will that look like? Don't know yet. But it will will occur. It will occur. Yeah. Um, So that's the Pro Tour. Pretty much basically getting back to what we had before. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you can qualify for that by doing well in that regional championship or by finishing with 10 wins in a previous pro tour. Yes. Or by having enough adjusted match points. Yeah. So adjusted match points are the way that you can chain together invites to pro tours if you don't hit that 10 wins number. Yeah. You'll have to make it back to another pro tour to do this. But if you finish like six and whatever, seven, whatever, boom. You can slap them together. Boom, you got another invite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are also going to be more invites this f- the first year of it. Yeah. As they kind of like they call it, right, you're trying Seating to populate it. the tournament with enough people. Yeah. Uh so yeah. And then that brings us to Drum roll, please. The cherry on top of the organized play scheme. <laughs> Of the organized play pyramid, pyramid scheme. scheme. Um, the world championship. Yes, the world championship. Oof, such an exciting tournament. And this one for the new play system is going to be 128 players. Well, which is I enormous. I love it. Me too. Do you know what? That used, right? The, the world championship used to be much bigger. Yes, it did. It has fluctuated in size all over the place since its inception. Yeah. Um, it has been enormous. Hundreds. Hundreds. Uh, it has been. 18. Like, yeah, 18 people. Uh, and now it is going to be 128 players. I love this. It Me just too. feels more like a, a big tournament when it's 128 yeah, players it's like as a opposed to, to 16. And also the metagame that comes out of it is going to be more representative of what actually exists in the world as opposed to a weird kind of one that develops because there's only 16 people. As opposed to 18 people, yeah, all just trying to kind of like figure out. Meta each like, other. Yes. Right? Rock, paper, scissors each other into yeah. oblivion. It's very strange. Uh, so that price was going to be a million dollars, which I love because there's nothing better than saying playing for a million dollar prize pool. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be uh, in the U.S. in late 2023. Where? Right. We don't know. We don't know. But somewhere in the U.S. Somewhere. All right. Oh, my goodness. But what about? What about? What about digital play, Megan? We've talked about a return Kick to paper. <laughs> We're like, hey, we're returning to paper. We're so excited about this. Yes. What does this mean? We've been running digital tournaments as our organized yeah, play model for the true. past two years. And there's tons of players who have gotten into the game only via yes. digital play. Yeah. And that's respect to that, man. Absolutely. You had you needed something to do during the pandemic, didn't we all? Yep. 
Uh, and we certainly played many hours of magic. And a lot of people saying, hey, I don't live near an LGS mm-hmm. or I'm unable to leave my home as easily as other people. What am I supposed to do? Well, we don't exactly know yet because Wizard said they're going to announce what's up with digital play at the end of April. Okay. So there was an announcement about an announcement. Yes, indeed. <laughs> hidden Tucked here, inside this. Like the filling in an eclair. <laughs> Which is always <laughs> hidden, am I right? You never know. You never know which one you're gonna get. Is this just a shoe tube? <laughs> and a Claire. Just a shoe tube. It's mm, delicious. Yeah, a shoe tube. That's a great British bake off uh, lingo for you there. There you go. Sorry, time out. Digital play. Yes. Uh, announcing at the end of the month, but they did tell us a few things. Mm. They were like, guess what? You're going to be able to qualify for the world championship on Arena and on Magic Online. All right. Okay. So that's still happening. Mm-hmm. They're still going to have the qualifier weekends. They're also going to include, what did they say? Exciting twists. So <laughs> who knows I don't what know that's going to be. It means anybody. <laughs> Who like makes it and like gets some max wins are gonna put all their names in a hat and one of those and people go to draw the them. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like exciting twists while you're playing. Like all, you get an emblem and it's like all your mountains are islands. <laughs> exciting twist. Exciting twist. <laughs> uh, no, probably no twist probably, like that. Probably not. Um, so we don't. Yeah, we don't know any more details than that. But they just said there's going to be stuff. We just don't know what that stuff is. So I'm very excited to learn what that means because. Yeah. We've had some very cool digital tournaments and I want to know like what's going to happen with that. We're just like, we're done. No more. Um, that seems very strange to me given the yeah. amount of work that's been put on, put in after the past two years, over the past two years, but Oof. yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Um, so if you're like listening to this and you're like, I'm overwhelmed, tell me what to do. Okay. Here's what you do is you're just going to keep an eye out on your LGS um, or general LGSs in, your, in area, your area starting July 2nd, because July 2nd is when they'll be launching those first regional qualifiers. Yeah, you can even call them up, you know, maybe a couple weeks before and be bring, like, bring. are you going to be hosting some regional qualifier events? Yeah, and then probably, yeah, hopefully probably. they will be. And then you can do well at those and head on over to the regional champs. And yeah, I think it'll yeah. be a super fun time, you know? Yeah. Seems like it will be. I I hope so. Um. People have generally been positive about this. Yes. Which is really saying something nice when change. you talk about magic players. Yeah. Um, I was really curious how people would react. Um, and everyone basically seemed fairly positive about it. There are, of course, things that people are going to pick apart. Um, some people unhappy with how the Hall of Fame is handling things. Some people unhappy with how Europe has been, um, how many invites Europe gets, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So little things. But I think overall people are like, this is a good system. We're happy to be back in paper play. We're happy mm-hmm. with this qualification path. Um, the m- other main thing I've seen that people are a little sad about is the loss of Grand Prix tournaments. Oh, yeah. So those are not part of this system. But hopefully having a regional championship will kind of make up for that for being like a GP, like a GP like Vegas experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, exactly. On those. Yeah. How do you feel about this announce? I feel good about it. Yeah. It is certainly much better than I was anticipating, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean. Because who knew, right? It really felt like, I think a lot of people in in the thick of this really felt like it was going to be like a digital or bust, baby. Yeah, and I mean. And it's really that's refreshing fair. That's to fair. know that it's not. Yeah, 
I agree. Very happy about that. I'm really excited for this to get underway and to see what those regional championships end up looking like because I think it could be a super fun time. And just going back to the comfort and the warm sweater that is the Pro Tour. <laughs> the warm, warm sweater. Even though what you had to wear at them was a warm yeah. sweater because convention <laughs> halls are cold. They're so They're cold. They're so cold. So cold. The one in Atlanta is the coldest one that I remember. Oof. I remember at one point looking down and my hands were literally blue. Yeah, convention centers. My fingers Turn were, off the heat. were fully blue. I recall, I don't remember if I was so. cold at DreamHack. Anyway, we'll, yeah, we'll update you. <laughs> Let's talk about the really important stuff here. How, what's the temperature? What's the temperature in the events? building? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let us know how you feel about it. We want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, you know, everyone who's been a pro past, present or future um, has tweeted their opinion. But we want to know what you think. Yeah. Um, you can tweet it at us with hashtag long boy upstairs. <laughs> Don't don't use that. <laughs> don't use it. Just tweet at us at GLHF Magic with what you think. Okay, Maria. Yes. Episode four, Kamigawa story. Let's go. Uh, which we gotta get through this. There's only one more chapter after this. Okay. Give me a quick um, recap in, for anybody. Remember just last us. time Kato ran into while looking for the emperor. <laughs> ran Bonk. into a wall. <laughs> Finally ran into Tamio. Yes. While he was looking for Nashi, um, the Nizumi, who is, turns out, is Tamio's adopted son. Yes. Um, And Tamio is like, you're a planeswalker, too. And he's like, you're a planeswalker, too. And Tamio is like, oh, yeah, I met the Wanderer on Ravnica during War of the Spark. That's right. Um, And he's like, what? I've been looking for her. Yeah, I've been looking for her. And Tamio's like, but her spark is unstable. She doesn't get to control it. She just gets planeswalked wherever. And we said that's like Quantum Leap. Yes, it is like it is like the planeswalker version, the magic version of Quantum Leap. Indeed. Um, Anyways, and then they right, they go and steal the reality chip from yep. Jingataxis's lab. Creepy lab. Creepy lab where he's experimenting on Kami. Yep. Um, and he steals it and Kato steals it and runs away with it. And Tamio is like, I said we should come up with a plan, not that you should do something stupid and irresponsible. <laughs> um, but that's Teens. what he did. Exactly. And he's so he's running away from them. Okay. Um, and then the wanderer like came in with her sword when all of the people were surrounding them. Oh yeah, that's right. And was and then it was like there she is. And she she just yes. came into existence. Yeah, she planes walked there, um, saved saved Kato, and then Tamio made them all invisible with one of her, reading one of her scrolls. Great. Um, and they all escape. This is episode four, the break in. Ooh, okay. Uh, and so now they all go back to the Imperial Palace uh, because they're like, hey, there's been like a war brewing essentially because you've been missing. So we should go tell people, hey, you're here. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> so they go and the emperor is like so happy to see Kyodai, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Kyodai is like, the emperor's That's unstable spark is also affecting Kyodai, oh, the Kami, the Kami that, is, yes. that she has the link with. Okay. Um, anyways, so she's like, oh, he like Kyodai is still upset, like upset by this is very like tr- difficult. Um, and so they're like, okay, we have the reality chip. What if we like let it attach itself to the emperor? Will it stabilize her spark? I mean, makes as much sense as anything. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not attach a piece of spooky tech to a person to try and solve their problems? Absolutely. Okay, so they they do, and it does 
help her stabilize her spark. Oh. But it also, because it's still connected to a machine in the lab, gives her visions of Gingataxius. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Can also Gingataxis see what she's seeing now through her eyes? I don't, we don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. That doesn't seem to be indicated. She thought um, about that. But she's like, okay, she... Uh, also through this, I don't remember how they find out this, but they're like, oh, some of the people who were um, on, like, the people who were plotting to go to war with the Imperial Palace um, are going to attack now while everyone's <laughs> off guard. Like, I think Jingataxius told them, I think, that the Emperor is back. And oh, they're like, okay. we need to attack now before they have time to, like, get everything together. So who wants to attack? Is, is it like, is it the underground mob factions? No, it's like a different faction that we honestly never heard that much about. Okay. And if I had like one kind of qualm about the story is that these, this guy is it's kind of like a random group. Okay. Yes. But there's, there's some people, they're like red. I want to say these are the red green aligned. Okay. Faction that are like, okay, hey, we're going to attack right now. Taking the opportunity, coming in, swords blazing. Yeah. Um. Great. The uh, they are called the Uprisers, the Asari Uprisers. Well, wow. I okay. Mean, very apropos. <laughs> yes, very apropos. And so, anyways, but they're all trying to figure out. They're just like, okay, Jingataxius wants like the throne. He wants a war, and they're like, no, he doesn't want to start a war between the Kami world and the People world because there are a, a bunch of other things he could have done. Um, like, you know, like bust open one of the spirit world gates, right? There's right. like all the, like the merge gates, bust one of those open or just like attack Kami in public. Yeah. There's a lot of things that he could have done. So like, what does he want? Um, and then, uh, light paws and Kato's sister, Aiko are, are, arrive. Um, and they're like, okay, we're going to, we've alerted all the Imperial forces. Like they're going to be here to help guard Kyoda in the palace. Um, and they're like, okay, we need to figure out then what Jingataxius wants. Um, and we need to also go destroy Tameshi's lab where all of the weird, bad Kami experimentation was happening. And so they agree that they're going to split up. Kato and Tamio are going to take some tech and go blow the lab to smithereens. Oh, all right. They're going to free the Kami, blow up the lab. Um, and then the the Wanderer and Lightpaws and all of them are going to stay at the palace and fight. So we don't, haven't had a second here, but I mean, did Light Paws, was, was anyone like, hey, Light Paws, guess what? You were wrong. She wasn't kidnapped by the no, futurists. There was, there was no great moment where we got to just be like, suck it, Light Paws. You were wrong. Oh, dang no, it. No, everyone's very diplomatic about the situation. Second question. Okay. The reunion of the Emperor and Kato, was it very cute? It was very cute. Okay, it was good. very sweet. Okay, it was good. very nice. Um, yes, it was cute and sweet and good. Um, anyways, oh, there was this whole cute part where he was, where she was like, you've been looking for me this whole time. And he's like, how would, how would you even know that? And she's like, well, I couldn't control my spark. And so sometimes I would land on a plane, like after and you had see been you sleeping, <laughs> land on a plane after you had been there and people would tell me. Aww. And so she had heard stories that he, of him going around the multiverse <laughs> looking for her. That's true. Love It's very, very cute. <laughs> Um, okay. So, okay. Uh, anyways, they're like, all right, they go to, they're going to go blow up the lab. They're going to go blow up the lab. Um, while the other, the other set of people stays and deals with the uprising, um, the uprisers, the uprisers. Yes. Who are uprising. <laughs> Very handy. After um, they will have uprisen. Yes. Okay. So 
they go back to Ottawara, which is where the lab is, and then they're going inside, and Kato's like, this feels wrong. Everything's too easy. Yeah. Classic um, trap situation. The, I mean, it is, Maria, spoiler alert, it's it is a, a trap. trap. It is a trap. Why two smart planeswalkers couldn't figure it out? Obviously, the answer is to make story happen. Yes, but... But still... So many times. Really feels like they should have seen this one coming. Yeah. You're like, ah. They get into the lab and Kato's like, oh no, the Kami are already gone. He straight up murdered them. Ooh. Yes. Wow. It was, was very, it's very sad. Gosh. Huh. Um, it, it is very sad. Kato is like very sad and he's like, I left them here to like have this happen to them. Oh, like no. I, I suck. And Tamio's like, you didn't know. You do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Tough love. Tough love. Um, and then and then Tezzeret and Jingataxius are obviously there. Together. Are obviously there. And they're like, it wasn't even the Kami we wanted. It was you. Oh. It was planeswalkers the that they wanted the whole time. Oh. Uh, and so they they get there's a big there's a battle between them um and it's a problem because obviously tezzeret has like absolute manipulation of metals yeah and so all of kato's telekinesis of metals like which is a big part of what his fighting is based on is like throwing daggers and like his like throwing star sword that he can like disassemble and throw with his mind Tesseret's like, I can one-up you with all of this metal manipulation. It is actually mine to control. So how about so that? So sit down. Exactly. So and like he he like pulls down like metal like Tesseret uses his me- metal only telekinesis, his more powerful metal metal only telekinesis. His metal mind. Yes, to like pull down parts of you know, like lots of industrial stuff to like make bind a cage. Up, yeah, bind up Tamio. Um, and put like he like puts a blindfold on her so that she can't read her scrolls oh, because no. she can she can pull them out with her mind. Damn but you. like if she can't see them, she can't do anything about it. Um, and even should have K- memorized. I know. Kato <laughs> tries to like throw, throw like throw a smoke bomb essentially, except he can't even throw it because it's made out of metal. So Tesra just pulls it back. Um, and they both trapped. Oh, geez. Kato and Tamio both good. trapped by Jingataxius and Tezzeret. And like, obvi- they're like, we're going to experiment on you. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is getting even darker by the minute. It is very dark. Um, Back at the Imperial Palace. Luckily, right. The Wanderer still has that like connection via the reality chip. Oh, and sees this happen. Sees and it's like, Kato and Tamio need my help. Uh, and so she... Like with Kyodai's help, she is able to planeswalk specifically where she wants to. So she planeswalks into the lab. So you can planeswalk within a plane. I guess. Teleportation. I am a little I am a little skeptical of that, right? Because one, it takes we know from other past stories it takes a lot of energy. It takes like a lot yes. of energy to planeswalk. And she planeswalked only a few hours before. Right. And usually I think it's basically been pretty clear in the past that it takes a lot of time to recover from that. Okay. And I don't think that it's plain. It's inside a plane that you can do it, but I mean, maybe okay. this reality chip. Exactly. Maybe it's helping or maybe because her spark was destabilized. Um, it allows her to do different stuff. Sure. Who knows? Right. There's some leeway. So here. She teleports. She teleports um, with, uh, with Kyodai's help to the lab where Tezra and Jinkataxius are 
obviously jumping right into the middle of a fight. She just like full on giant stab Jenga taxi. Oh, nice. Just cuts open his Shoo! chest. Just like, yep. Uh, <laughs> you know. Sounded like a sad chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, um, like, freeze, freeze Kato yep. and Tamio. Um, where they all, where they're like, they were like bound to these like surgical tables about to be experimented on. Ooh, dark hate it. And spooky. Right. Um, and so she, she leaps in and, and starts saving them. And what's happening with Tezzeret while she's saving everybody? Um, Tezzeret is there with Jingataxius. So she's fighting Jingataxius and Tezzeret. And she, and she slashed Jingataxius. Yes. Big slash on his chest. But but uh, Tezzeret's fine. Tezzeret is so far fine, but we're still in the midst of this fight. Right? Okay. She like the, this story ends when she leaps into the scenario where they had been trapped, um, where they had been tricked. Obviously, it was a trap. Yes. Um, and she leaps in and starts saving them, and is like, "Kato, quit making me save your butt." Cute. It is. So they were obviously trying to complete them, right? Don't you think? It seems that way. Oh. Like they were starting experimentation to try to complete them. Dun, dun, but the dun. wanderer left in. Wow. Saved them. For now. Only one more chapter after this. I know. This was the penultimate chapter. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an exciting story so it's far. It's a very exciting story. And it's going to end in tragedy. And for that, I am even more excited. We also get to learn stuff, right? Like, I guess it, we're meant to assume Tezzeret still has the planar bridge. Right, you remember all those oh, stories yeah. way, way back. He got control of the planar bridge, um, and so that's must be how Jinkataxius ended up on Kamigawa in the first place, since he's not a planeswalker. No, so they must have a way. Interesting to move between planes right now. And then the Phyrexians are going to take over, and they're going to sloop their sloopy little arms and everything. Yeah, who knows? I they're mean, spooky. that's my guess. They're very spooky. Spooky and sloopy. They are spookier. I'm going to argue they're spookier than Nicol Bolas. Are they spookier than Emrakul? I, ooh, they're different kinds. Yeah. Right? Emrakul is very eldritch. Yeah. Like very, you can't fathom this <laughs> monster. <laughs> right? That's my Tinder profile line. You can't, you can't fathom, fathom this. this. <laughs> um, anyways, and then like the Phyrexians are much more like, like Borg Borg-like, okay. Which to me, I think if I... We're to argue one way or the other. I find the Borg spookiness more compelling for me. Yeah. Um, well, you have a history of Borg spooky being spooked I by the Borg. I have always been spooked by the Borg, yeah. so <laughs> it's a long history. We'll have to do a Twitter poll about Magic's spookiest enemy. Oh, yeah. All right. Next week, the exciting conclusion of Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Um, all right, everyone. We all know that. Ultra Pro has started making these amazing fine art deck boxes. Yes. And fine art sleeves. sleeves. Like I'm showing these, these off. That we have here. Yes. Um, and, you know, we're just here to bring you a little a little ad to tell you about why it's better to have fine art with Ultra Pro. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm for the cubist exhibit? Oh, of course, it's just over there. I'm actually about to begin a tour if you'd like to join. Oh, yes. 
This is Death Dealer by American artist Frank Frazetta, painted in 1973 in Oil on Deck Box. Inside is a perfectly honed modern Tron list. This is Where the Wind Takes You by American fantasy artist Amy Brown. It contains a popper list that many critics have called hot jank, but I've seen it and find it very imaginative. No touching, please. This, of course, is The Great Wave of Kanagawa, a woodblock print on deck box. It's the first in artist Hokusai's series, 36 Views of Mount Fuji. The deck inside is unsleeved, making this piece a hotbed of debate. I said no touching! Finally, we have The Starry Night by Dutch post-impressionist Vincent van Gogh. The deck inside is rumored to be a mono-blue commander list that can combo kill any number of opponents as early as turn three. Of course, no one's actually seen it, and some people think that the deck box might actually be empty. Pro, you can touch it. Well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, Ultra Pro, it's art you can touch. Yeah, you know, it's pretty nice. It's pretty, pretty nice. I was always sad as a child they wouldn't let me touch the art in art museums. Thank yeah. you, Ultra Pro, for making my childhood dream finally come go. true. Do you want to lick a Van Gogh painting? Now you can. Now you can. <laughs> Would you? Yes. If you were a billionaire, mm -hmm. buy a Van Gogh to lick it. Yes, <laughs> I would. Maybe, question. maybe I'd buy it to touch it. I don't think I want to lick it though. But now that you put the idea in my head, now don't it's, you kind of want it's to? nestling in there. Don't you kind of want to? But then I'll have a, like an emergency cleaner on hand to clean it off immediately after I lick it, so that it, I'm not doing any harm to it with my mouth acid. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Why are you really more destructive than any than air? ecological exactly? <laughs> any I other don't know. ecological phenomenon? I assume so. I guess. <laughs> is is your saliva worse than light? Google that. <laughs> Did you mean is Canada longer than the US? <laughs> larger? Did you mean is Canada larger than the US? Because the question you asked was fairly stupid. <laughs> While Megan takes a refreshing drink of Topo Chico, oh, not yeah. a sponsor, uh, we want to say thank you for listening to this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yeah, thank you so much to everyone who is a patron. Yeah. Uh, shout out again to Nom 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 Yoshi and Ryan. Thank you. Uh, please consider becoming a patron if you are not one. It truly does mean so much to us every single time, and it always makes a difference to yes. us. Yes, please check it out. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Thank you to Card Kingdom. Thank mm -hmm. you to Ultra Pro for letting us make very silly videos on their oh, behalf. We love it. So thank you so much. Yeah, um, yeah we had the exciting OP announcement to talk about this week. Woo. Streets of Nukapenna is fast approaching. The We're going to have so much Nukapenna stuff to Nuka talk Pena about next, next week. week. Yes, because they're kicking off previews this Thursday. This Thursday. And our preview card comes out on the 13th, so it comes out next week. Amazing. And then the pre-release is the week after that. <laughs> <laughs> 
whirlwind what? season is here. Yeah, exactly. Wow, get ready. I know. I'm I'm very excited to talk about New Capenna. It seems super sweet so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and our preview card is awesome. So there's a little yeah. teaser for you. So we're gonna talk about that coming up next week too. Wow, so much good magic stuff on the horizon. Oh yeah. Um, and I'll, I'm going to go put a chip in my body to fix everything that's wrong with me. <laughs> to stabilize your spark? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I thought you meant potato chip for a second. Oh, well, I mean, that would solve half of my problems, would probably. Solve a very number of problems. <laughs> <laughs>